guys, welcome to another episode of Metal Mastermind. And guess what? We are on episode, well, I'm not going to share that quite yet. You guys already see it in the title anyway. <laughs> hey, Jason Stallworth here, co-founder, co-host. I am with also co-founder, co-host, Lee Great. Ken Cadellis. Let's go, man. Starting the new off, the new year off really, really strong. We're at 50 episodes. That's 50 crazy, episodes. man. It doesn't yeah. seem real. It's like we did, we've done this 50 times. Actually, we did this 51 times because I think the last podcast, yeah. <laughs> we ditched it. There was a little glitch in the system. And uh, so we, we took that one down and re-recorded it because, you know, we care. <laughs> we care yeah. about you guys. We want to give you good stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. We don't want to just, you know, let it be. You know, we'll correct our mistakes. And we're human. That's how it is, right? And uh, so, Jason, what are we going to talk about today? Without sounding cliche, I mean, I know we're listening to this on the new year. Uh, you know, we're starting out 2024. But I, I think it's just fair to talk about, I don't even want to say resolutions. Um, so I, I think that term, that word is overused. And I believe sometimes it kind of loses its meaning to us, the powerful meaning that maybe it should have. It sort of loses as like, oh, great, resolutions. And of course, we always say, well, if you, if you want to change something in your life, why not change it right now? Why are you waiting to the new year? But that being said, we do tend to look back when the new year starts and say, okay, well, what went wrong? What do I need to stop doing? And what went right? What do I need to do more of? So I think it's a good conversation to have, Ken, is, is maybe ditching the things that don't serve you. You know, Ken, you've said that many, many times on our podcasts yes. and YouTube like, you know, does it serve you? And we need to take a, a deeper look into those things that serve us, that truly serve us, and maybe get rid of the things that don't serve our ultimate goal, what we have, whether it's with your music, your career, your, your relationships, all that good stuff. You know, maybe it's people. But yeah, dude, um, speaking of that, is there anything you want to ditch this year, Ken? Like get rid of something that, you know, in 2023 that you just know that didn't serve you? I'm like, all right, you know, I'm ditching or reducing it. Yeah, I think just cluttering up time um, to fill in space. You know, I think my, well, one thing that I realized, um, especially when I've been working on this album, is that there was so much um, happening this year for myself. Um, last year, you know, not 2023, but 2022. Uh, we were going through a process of renovating the home and uh, we did a lot, a lot of internal construction. And that was taking up a lot of my time. We just finished now in 2023 renovating the backyard. Um, so that took up a lot of my time this year. But at the same time, um, I was working throughout both of those years, you know, working on this album. And um, what I, I'm really looking to do is to not linger on this album anymore. Um, this is actually as as this episode has come out, uh, you know, Atmos mastering is pretty much done. done. So I'm moving on to the audiobook, um, and that's what I'm focusing on. No more of the music. The music has to be done. Um, focusing on PR, focusing on other things that I really want to, you know, highlight for 2024 with this album. So that's where my head is at. And I'm also like trying to just remove how much time I'm, I'm devoting to 
to outside work, you know, really trying not to take too many shifts um, that are extra because even if I earn just a little bit less, I can work on the things that really matter to me. So that's something that I was always guilty of doing because it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, more money or whatever. But it, it, it always it always takes from something else <laughs> when you do that. So yeah. you have to you have to, you know, make sure that you always put yourself in, in your best foot forward in what it is that you're trying to do. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. What about you? You know, I, I'm kind of on the same the same wavelength, man. I and a lot of you who who watched my channel, you know, I've been reducing the amount of gear that I have. Like oh, yeah. right now, I've got my seven string up ready to see. You know, I've, I've battled back and forth with that, but honestly, <laughs> the notorious seven string. I, yeah, I mean, I would have sold it by now, but when I had it up for sale, and, and I'd got no bites, so I'm you know I'm gonna do it again. Uh, I love it, but then I don't like it, whatever. So it's just, it's just a struggle. <laughs> and, and God knows that people struggle with worse things in life, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's just one of those things, like if it's causing any kind of strife in my life, and I just don't need it, man. So uh, I'm every time I pick up a seven string, then I pick up a six string. It's like, okay, I'm back home now. I feel much better. But in any case, that's going. I've got an EVH amp. That's going. My Martin Acoustic, that's going. And those are going because I got wow. sponsored by some other brands. I got sponsored by Blackstar. Well, I've got the Blackstar amp. And I feel like if I'm sponsored by them, then the right thing to do is, of course, you know, promote them even even after I fulfilled my obligation, which I have. So I've, I've got two pieces of Blackstar gear sitting here. I have fulfilled the obligation with them, the, con the contractual obligation with them for those products. Uh, so in theory, you know, I could, I could part ways with them, but I like the product, so I'm, I'm going to continue to use them, uh, but I'm just going to get rid of other stuff. I just picked up a sponsorship from Zager Acoustic Guitar, so um, I've kind of battled my Martin guitar a little bit for my live solo gigs. But so I'm just, I'm reducing the amount of gear I have, Ken, uh, just like really minimizing a lot of things. Um, you know, we talked about this, you and I, earlier. I would rather have you know, one or two really awesome pieces of gear that's just my go-to than have like 10, 12, 20 or whatever, you know. And yeah. that rolls into working as well as as you don't want to take on as many teaching shifts. I'm backing off on my live solo gig schedule. You know, we got back from Thailand, you know, last month or we got back like the end of November. And two weeks after that i had a weekend where i had four gigs scheduled and these are playing cover songs guys i you know, play 80s uh 80s rock and pop music <laughs> on the weekends these live solo gigs acoustic shows right and it's just kind of to fill in an income gap it's another stream of income which has been great i'm thankful for it but at the same time i'm just starting to kind of lose heart a little bit so i'm like I don't want to stop doing it completely but i'm going to reduce the amount of gigs uh that i do and I think a lot of it falls back to, you know, I think you and I both could definitely spend some more time with Metal Mastermind, you know, to build that. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard to do that. It's hard to do that when you have, you know, when you have all these other things going on. It is, you know, you teach a lot and I'm playing shows yeah. all the time and I have my YouTube channel and, and my music, you have your music. So it's really, it's almost like, you know, and, and for those listening, I hope, I hope you guys are getting some value out of this. I hope it's, I hope it's kind of helping you take a step back and think about, okay, I didn't get done what I needed to last year. I didn't, I didn't move as far ahead as I wanted to. Well, maybe there's some things that you need to cut down on so that you can devote the proper time, you know, 
everything takes some sort of effort, you know. So just reducing all around. I mean, even to the foods I, that we buy in the house, like there, if if I don't have certain foods in the house, I won't eat them. And I'd rather save those those foods for when we do go out to eat on the weekends or something like that, you know. So just just an overall reduction and simplifying life. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned some really important parts of your, you know, your, your, your progress that I feel that are very relatable. And some of those things are, are, are bigger, long form type goals, right? That, you know, they may not happen, you know, within the year that you want them to, but sometimes you're making a lot of the steps that are necessary for them to take action in the next following year or even years, right? Uh, I think that's also something to be very aware of, is that some, when people reflect on New Year's, I think sometimes we beat ourselves up quite a bit because, oh, we didn't do this, 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 this. But maybe maybe you didn't get the, the destination, but, you know, you certainly made progress along the journey. You know, one of these big things that you actually did arrive at, though, was making your album Overcometh. That's a yeah, huge, that's huge part of it, right? And I knew you were struggling with getting that album finished, uh, but you did. You pushed through, you overcame, yeah, you're overcame. <laughs> and, <laughs> overcame, overcometh. So, uh, what a, what a freaking you know, good tell, uh, you, you, this is really, really important to understand because, um, you know, everybody has, you know, things that are unique to their life and their situation. Right. So you might be, you know, Jason's, you know, gigging a lot. I'm, I'm teaching, but you know, you might be working wherever you are. And uh, you have your own challenges to overcome in that situation. Uh, I, uh, I just want to tag along to all of this by saying that when you are uh, deciding on what it is that you're trying to do is, is to also always bring uh, a lot of intention to everything and every decision that you make. Um, because now we're able to sort of, as we're reflecting, of course, again, reflection is very important, right? If we don't reflect, we don't see the progress that we've made. So you want to be grateful for where you are, right? Say, you know, even if you've had to go through some turbulent times, that turbulent time is really important for your growth moving forward, but not to be held back by it. So once we are, you know, if we accept our past or if we accept what's going on, even the situation maybe that you might be in where, you know, you are not achieving exactly what you want, but did you take a step forward in that direction? Okay, that's good. You know, so let's just keep doing that. And now if you're reflecting on what it is that you have done, what are the things that if you would have done differently, what can we do now to move forward and follow in that footstep, right? So reducing, you know, cutting, trimming away the fat, like you said before, trimming away the fat of all the things that are happening in life. Um, what What is going to serve you in uh, achieving that goal is uh, you maybe might want to think about uh, a priority uh, list to, to what's important to you, right? You know, you can't sacrifice everything just for this one goal. You know, maybe there are certain things in between that are really important that you want to keep along. Maybe it's the relationship with your family members or whatever, right? So maybe you want to foster more of that, right? If that's the case, you need to spend more time, right? So now you have to delegate. So these sorts of things, um, I feel are very important. I'm actually trying to do a little bit more of that too. You know, sometimes I feel like I can get, I'm very easily like able to take on work. <laughs> so I'm trying to be more um, aware of how much work I'm taking on 
and how much I'm, um, how much time I'm using in order to accomplish those things. Um, it, it, it's hard, you know, cause you want to, you want to help people. You want to, you want to say yes and be the person that they can depend on for certain things. But sometimes, you know, and I, I had to go through this, um, actually this was back during, uh, the pandemic where I was working with an artist and I actually had to say no to working with that artist after working with them for several months. Um, because they, and they were helping me out through COVID, you know, like that whole entire time I was earning money through that. And that really helped me out, but I needed to, uh, I noticed that my time spent was just more on them than what it is that I wanted. And it's, I had to walk away. So, um, yeah, these, you got to make that decision and be more aware, more aware, more input, right? Uh, what, what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Saying saying no to a lot of things is very important. I've I've had to yeah. I've had to say no to a lot of things. And there are times when I said yes to some things, and I might not necessarily regret that now. But like looking ahead, um, and my wife is this is great about having my wife as my wife. She's really good at balancing my sometimes what can be extreme behavior. I mean, I'm pretty. Most people see me as balanced, but a lot of that has to do with her. Um, she's really good at kind of like okay, well, let's take a step back and what like what's truly important and you're going to do this and not get anything out of it so that's going to take away from what you could be doing that's driving us forward you know so point taken and i need to say no to more things and like i get emails and i'm not a huge i'm not huge on youtube by any means i, I imagine that people like ola england and, and glenn from you know spectra sound i imagine they probably get brand deals and emails galore on a daily basis well, me, I do get quite a fair share of those. So I say no to most of them, to well, to practically every one of them, right? Um, like I'm with an, I'm with Blackstar right now. I don't necessarily want to be with another amplifier company. You know, I, I'm not. That's not what my channel is really about. So you have to going back to what you said earlier. Like, what is your intent? You know, my YouTube channel is. I don't really want to turn it into a gear channel to where I have a new piece of gear to show every day. It's just not something I'm really interested in. I share right. what I use, right? So, with that being my intent, my intent really is to drive my own music forward and to build. You know, I think my channel obviously helps build the Metal Mastermind brand and you advertising my courses on there and that sort of thing. Right. So that that's really kind of the ultimate goal is to con continue that one thing. You know. Um, and I'd say, guys, you know, I'll, I'll tell everybody now, you know, Metal Mastermind is really has been my ultimate priority. Uh, even when I do a YouTube video for the Jason Stallworth channel, well, I, I'm still given a call to action to go get one of my courses, which is on Metal Mastermind. You know what I mean? So that's I have put that as a priority over over everything, really everything else. So it's, it's kind of like, well, if I do anything else that takes away from that, well, then I'm, I'm taken away from that. You know, and right. we won't grow. We won't grow as fast as. It's not necessarily about growing fast, but if there's a shorter way, and I'm not talking about a shortcut, but if you can reduce the amount of time it takes to go from A to B, why would you not? You're kind of doing yourself a disservice if there is a better way to get to that that point. And a lot of times, that's just put more focus on getting there. You know, instead of like, well, I want to do this. But I'm also saying yes to this over here and that over there, and I've got to do this over here. And then before you know it, you've got like 10 things that you have on your plate. This was my problem with working in corporate America. They, they would send you a bunch of stuff. And like, I remember just throwing my hands up one day. I'm like, 
okay, what exactly do you guys want me to do? <laughs> you've got 10 things here or seven things, whatever it was. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I, I don't even know. Like, so I just say, well, we need them all done. I'm like, well, you know what? I like this part over here. So I just picked that and got really good at that thing. And uh, I kind of just, at that time, I had to let, had to let the, the rest of it just kind of fall. But in saying that, Ken, you know, with Metal Mastermind, and you guys can relate this to what you're doing as well, especially if you have some sort of business, or, or even if you don't, you can relate this to work. A lot of times, you know, I've learned that I'm not the expert in a lot of things, right? And, and I can't be the expert in everything. And I have to focus on what am I really good at? You know, can you know, you know, I've talked about this with, with our different roles with Metal Mastermind. But there, there's a lot of stuff that you, neither one of us, not saying we're not good at it, but we're not experts in it. And right. if we took the time to become experts in those things, it would kind of take away from, you know, I feel like I have a visionary aspect a role with Metal Mastermind. It would take away from that, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes you can be, you know, real busy doing something and, and forget to look up to see where you're going, you know. Uh, and also being busy doesn't equate to progress movement i think that's a quote from someone i've heard it in one or more movies that movement doesn't automatically mean that you're progressing you know right yeah and i i i I'm, i wanted to just say this that you were mentioning how all of this right this time that gets spent and when you are in the moment of saying either yes or no to something like i you almost never like really understand that if you say yes, you don't know how much you're actually taking away, how much of yeah. the time that it is that you're going to be spending on that. Yeah. So you have to really, it's, it's almost like harder to say no and to reduce time, to figure out how to reduce the amount of time is harder than just being open to everything. Right. Yeah, okay. You know, and when, when you're younger, you're, you're mostly open to everything because you don't really either. Maybe you don't know what you want to do or whatever. Right. So you're trying a whole bunch of different things. But man, as you get older, you're just like, I got to really like start like narrowing down everything that I'm doing, because otherwise I'm just wasting time, just yeah. wasting, 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 wasting time. So most of I feel like journey in life is like, how do you get efficient at your own life? <laughs> Um, and that becomes such a challenge and figuring out what's the best, I don't know, method or, but it starts with on a day-to-day -day basis, what you're devoting your, your, your attention to and whether or not you choose to acknowledge, you know, that you're, you're, you're spending more time on this than you should or less and, and, you know, on the things that you want to, um, that's very hard balance to think, uh, think about. It is. And you can get help too, guys. You know, and this one I was going to bring up for Metal Mastermind is that, you know, Ken and I, we're experts at certain things, or, or at least we, you know, we're, we're great at certain things, right? But we're not experts at everything. So there are things that I thought that I was really good at uh, SEO, search engine optimization. I thought that I was really good at that. But guys, if I'm honest with myself, I'll give you just a small backstory, a short backstory here. I started, uh, I started recording my albums, finally started pursuing this in 2010. Around the same time, I started a fitness blog called themuscleprogram.com. And I blogged and I blogged and I blogged and I, I took courses on SEO. I took courses on blogging. And I'm not saying I'm bad at it. I, I actually think I'm, I'm somewhat decent at it. 
Uh, and of course, got into writing. That's modest. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I, I'm decent at it, right? I mean, and, and, and a lot of people read my writings and are like, this is great. However, search engine optimization, uh, and of course, it's evolved, right? Used, used to, you could stuff a blog post with, with keywords and it would just pick it up. But that's not the case anymore. It has to be relevant. I've always written relevant anyway. That's, I, I consider it, it's my brand. I'm always like purely honest about everything. And I want to make sure you get the experience that you expect when you watch a video of mine, when you read a blog post of mine. Uh, and I've always liked to, I've always liked to write. You guys know I published my first book in 2017, Heavy Metal and Weights. Grab it on Amazon, you know, quick plug there. But obviously, I'm not an expert at search engine optimization. If I were, the results would tell you that I'm an expert. Well, my results do not in any way, shape, or form tell you that I'm an expert in SEO. Because if they were, the blogs on Metal Mastermind, on, on jasonstallworth.com, on my, my fitness blog, which I don't spend time on anymore, well, those would be monumental. I would have monumental results or at least livable income results of just that alone. Because you can do that, and I know people who do. So being honest with myself, and this is where I'm going with the story here, being honest with myself about, okay, either A, if this is what I want to pursue more of, I, I need to get really good at it. So I need some more training, some more education, maybe work with an SEO expert. Or B, because we have blogs out there on Metal Mastermind, I have blogs I've written, maybe we need to actually hire an SEO expert to handle that part of our business. Because I like the post being out there, and, and a lot of people, believe it or not, and maybe some of you do this, still read blog posts, and they don't want to read something that's written by AI. And actually, and I'm not going to go, we're not going down the AI route here. I'm, I'm not for or against AI, whatever, but I don't really want to watch a video that AI created. I, I want to see the authenticity of that person, of that person's personality, right? And that's just my opinion. And I, I've talked to a lot of people that read a lot of stuff, you know, blog posts or whatever, and they just, they want the person's like genuine, true experience that they read. Mm -hmm. So in any case, you know, we're, we're working with an SEO expert now for Metal Mastermind. We chose Ralph <laughs> Because going back to our point, Ken, if, if I took time out to get better at search engine optimization, right? Yeah. Uh, again, the acronym for that's SEO for those, for those who don't, uh, aren't familiar with this side of the world. But if I took time to do that, to learn that, to get really good at it, well, guess what? I'm not going to be able to work on the other things that I work on, the videos that I create. It would take time away, substantial amount of time away from everything you know that I'm doing for Metal Mastermind and, and my own brand. So it makes sense for the big picture, for my main goal, right? Which is really the, the entire, the vision of what we're doing, right? I right. Have, and I have some specific uh, income goals for myself and for Metal Mastermind. We, we have some pretty aggressive goals this year. Uh, we haven't even talked about our, our we're, we're going to be meeting. We'll get Ken to that. Gonna, yeah, we'll get to that later. We'll, and we'll, guys, we will share this with you. Ken, you know, once once we, you and I have our meeting, uh, hey, what are we going to do this year? Uh, what went right? What went wrong? And what are we focused on? Um, we'll share that with you guys, man. Because, I mean, you guys are part of this, too. And we wouldn't be here without you. So, in any case, you, you know, you have to figure out, okay, well, do I really want to pursue this route, uh, this thing that maybe I'm not that great at? Do, or do I just want to ditch it all together? Because can we could say, well, we're just not going to have blogs on our site anymore. We'll just we'll just stop. And but I think that they add value. And Ken and I both have seen the value add. We just need someone to come in that's an expert and revamp those and help us with future posts. So that's a that's a great point. And we've uh, we've we've expressed this in a musical way. 
you know, uh, on working on your albums and stuff like that, not just your minds as well. And anybody that we work with that, you know, you don't have to be every single role. You can hire out and get people to be a part of your concept. Sometimes it's better just to be the director and not the actor as well. (laughs) Right. So trying to always kind of think from that role, you know, can be very hard because, you know, you, you want to, you know, Oh, I want to do this very specific. Let me just do it. You know, it's like, but you know, sometimes like it, it, there's value in the, in the conversation aspect of how you're trying to explore this concept that you're doing. And I, I like to always take for reference, you know, back with uh, people like, you know, Johann Sebastian Bach back in, you know, the 16, 1700s where he wrote music, but he always knew that the music had to also be interpreted. So he wasn't too, too literal about everything that he said. You know, he says, you know, I'm not going to write every single grace note because the performer can do that. They can instinctually do that. Let that be the thing that they do to bring it to life. Right. So uh, try to do that with your stuff, too. You know, that's another way of reduction, right, of just trying to say, I want to do this thing. I keep the bigger picture in mind and then allow other people to help you build that. And, you know, there's value in creating a team. So um, these these lessons, man, you know, you, you don't learn them on the first rodeo. <laughs> but after a while, you, you, you kind of start to see, hey, uh, I kind of need people. You know, and that's why I always told my students, man, this is not an industry of just, uh, you know, and when I talk about audio, it's not an industry of, you know, technicality. This is an industry of people. And, you know, your technicality is the given. Like, you got to be good. You know, like, that's just, it's like, you know, it's like you go to an artist and you have to say like, yeah, okay, but your, your art has to be good. It has to be able to captivate people. That's the given, you know, everything else beyond that is are you good to people do people want to work with you et cetera, et cetera. and that's where it really shows the key in how you actually grow because this world is not a world of just you know objects it's also with living beings that have to live with each other so uh super super important to remember that don't forget that um but you know as we move forward in the new year like just Keep aware of, you know, how you are addressing your, uh, your, your goals and how you're tackling and how your approach to many things. Maybe sometimes, uh, I, I always think about, you know, whenever you argue with somebody, it's never, never really, you know, most of the time about what it is that happened, but how it happened to <laughs> how it happened is really important. Um, because, you know, in the how, right, you, you, can, you can see the intention um, and, you know, malice or not, uh, that's, that's a big part of things. So um, always bear that in mind and move forward with grace. Uh, super, super, super important. Well, that's a good point, dude. I, I love the music analogy because that's, that's so true. I, I'm not a mastering engineer, right? So I paid someone to master my album. Nick Z mastered my album, Overcometh, because I don't do that on a regular basis. And I don't care to do that on a regular basis. I don't really care to master other people's music and get involved in that aspect. Um, I wouldn't mind help giving advice as a producer or something like that. That would, that would be kind of fun. But at the same time, I, I don't really care to get into the technical details of mastering. So if I learned to do that, well, first of all, I'd have to do a lot more of it. 
So learning mm-hmm. and then doing, that would take a lot of time away from the things that I really want to do. So I hired that out. I'm not a drummer. You do not want to hear me play metal drums because my album would be horrible. <laughs> so I hired a drummer, right? I hired, I hired Cameron Flurry for that, for that role uh, many years ago. He's, he's played drums on my last two albums, Overcome at the Masterpiece. You know, Ken, you're, you're not really a guitar player. You wrote a metal album, but you're not a mm-hmm. guitar player. So you didn't play the guitar parts. Right. You know? So that's, that's, you had me do that. And I'm, I'm honored, to, honored to be part of that, you know. <laughs> and you divvied out the work to the experts, you know, the bass. <clears throat> you know, Elizabeth, she's saying on there, she's got some, both of you guys have some really cool vocals on there. Uh, but you, yep. you know, you handle most of, you know, the directing and of course the orchestration and the, and the composition, mm-hmm. which that's, that's your strength. So to me, trying to do other stuff, it actually weakens the strength because your product, whatever you're putting out there is only as good as the weakest link, right? The chain Absolutely. is only as strong as the weakest link. So I'm like, well, I don't want these things to be the weak link. You know, next time right. I might have somebody mixed. I enjoy mixing. I enjoy, I hear things when I'm mixing stuff and, and I mix really like at a simplistic level. It's just what I hear. But I, I would entertain having someone else do that as well because uh, I'm not going to claim to be an expert in that. Maybe somebody can do it better. Maybe Nick Z could, you know, his version might be better. Who knows? Uh, but no, those are, those are very good points. Now, you almost got into something we're talking about, you know, negative conversations and that sort of thing. I can tell you right now, and I hope a lot of you take this to heart, and we're not, we're not going down this road, but there's probably a lot of media that you just probably need to cut out altogether or greatly reduce. I can tell you, I don't watch much of the news. I don't care to. I, I watch a little bit just to see what's going on out there, just so that I'm aware. But I don't get deep into this stuff. You know? right. Now, if, you're, if your job or if your passion happens to be in politics or something like that, well, hey, that's, that's a different conversation, okay? Just pause for you know, 30 seconds here. But most of, us, most of us out there, because we're just getting agenda-driven stuff, regardless of what side it's coming from, I think your life, your quality of life might be raised a few notches if you just ditch or just greatly reduce a lot of that stuff. That's just yeah. my personal opinion on that. Because uh, a lot of that stuff is not helping you reach your goal. It's probably yeah. preventing you from getting taking that next step because now you're worried about what's going on out there or you're pissed yeah. off about it. It's right? fat. You it know, fat. Yeah. it's fat. It's just, you know, adding to what doesn't need to be there. And, you know, when we say trimming the fat, that's that's what we're talking about. It's not and it's not just media. It's, it's anything that isn't really in line with what you're trying to do. You know, uh, it's entertaining, you know, but we live in a world that's super distracting. <laughs> so, oh, man, you know, yeah. how how much distraction are you going to invite into your daily habits that is really, really taking away from everything that you need to do? Uh, you know, I tell people all the time that my roots come from video games, but I don't play yep. a lick of video games really anymore. It's just like I'm constantly always working on my music because that's what's important to me. I'd rather make content and music than do that. Another thing is like uh, coming back to this working collaboratively with people recently, actually, because last week I went on uh, vacation to Puerto Rico for Christmas, which was amazing. But that Sunday before we left, we were like, okay, we're going to schedule an emergency reshoot session. 
with my cinematographer and editor because we were looking at the edits of what we were making and we liked what we did a lot. Don't get me wrong, but they, we, we had a couple of comments, uh, you know, from, you know, people who were close to us that have been watching the videos and they mentioned, you know, like this part doesn't really seem very clear to me. And it's, you know, it's hard to say, I need to go back and reshoot something. Because you know what? That's time, that's money, that's energy, that's organization, that's getting food for everybody, that's coordinating everything, right? It's a, it's a pain in the butt to do it. But if it means that it will make it better, then you got to do it, you know? And you got to fight through the pride of saying, oh man, that what I did that day didn't work. And sometimes it doesn't work. It doesn't just happen for music. It happens for video and everything in between, right? So we actually did that. And now we, last, last night, I just did a, a new edit. And it's, it's so much better. So much better, right? So yeah. much better. I'm so excited. I, I can't wait to show you, Jason. You haven't even seen it yet. But I it's, haven't. No, it's, it's good you had the discernment to do that, though. You had the, you had the discipline and the discernment. And yeah. Just like, okay, you know, this, this part, I need to just get rid of it because it's, if that's if that's your weak link then the whole product is weak. the weakest right? link man because yeah. then that's what everybody remembers it's like they don't yes. they don't remember the other cool stuff because that part didn't really tie it together so yeah. you gotta you you know that reflection is important again you know we're, we're talking about reflection so you know what is it and when you're trying to create you know an album or you know or single or something you know i think a lot of people uh forget that it's not about how many songs have you written, it's how many that are really good. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. You have to, it's quality over quantity, man. You like people, you know, you can keep writing songs every day and putting new stuff out, but you know what? When you do that, it, it's going to desensitize everything and it's going to make everything less important every time you do it. You know, so rather than, you know, putting that kind of pressure on yourself to be like, Oh, I got to do this every day and, you know, create content every day. No, what kind of content actually serves you? What kind of content is actually going to help you get to the next level? You know, that's I'm what's so guilty of that, dude. <laughs> so yeah. And yeah. we do that too. And you know, if yeah. you, and, and, over the course of time with metal mastermind, we've been more, subject to uh, our own criticism of trying to say okay is this actually going to help our audience yeah. you know and that's that's the thing that we're trying to take away from all these things we're not trying to create content just to create content anymore and we did that earlier before and you know we've we've, we've learned from our own experience but uh yeah it's it's not how much it's the kind of content yeah there's you know? a purpose behind everything that we do now like any any time we do that. Like even this podcast can, I'm, I'm glad we started this. I was on the fence about it. I'm like, well, if we do a podcast, so that's going to take away from, but, but there's a purpose behind the podcast and really mainly is to connect with you guys, you know, to just have this conversation with you guys. Uh, of course is to promote the brand is to promote metalmastermind.com that we have that most of, you know, obviously we have courses though, but that's what we're all about is, is just helping you create and develop your own style and sound and we hope that we help you get there a little bit quicker with our courses you know we've got we'll talk more about that at the end uh, but that's that's our purpose for the podcast is a purpose for our videos is to give value 
but in, in a very specific way, in a very specific genre. The genre is metal, of course, but <laughs> you get it, right? It's to create that content <laughs> to give you value. And hopefully we gave enough value to you through YouTube, through our blog posts, and through this podcast. We hope that we give you enough value that you want more. And then we have that, again, on MetalMastermind.com. But that is our that is really kind of our, our vision, you know, to run this. I mean, yeah, we had to sell products. We are a business at the end of the day, right? Right. Um, but we, we do our best to deliver you the best. So through our free content like this and through our courses as well. It's funny, you, you ditched this whole part. You guys work so many hours on this. And you're like, you know, this we've got to cut it. I was a uh, similar situation on the very last song on my last album here on Overcometh called The Damn. It's kind of like a doomy death metal song. It doesn't belong on the album, but I, I, I fit it on there for that reason exactly, because it's called The Damn. And it's how we think that a lot of times life has just damned us, you know. And of course, we end on a positive note. You just have to listen to the song. But I was, um, I was like, well, where am I going to fit a guitar solo into this? And I tried several guitar solos uh, on the album and different, or on the uh, song, that one song in different spots. And Ken, it just wasn't working. And at the end of the day, I decided to throw all guitar solos out for that one song. So there are no guitar solos. And there's some cool, like, tremolo picking like death metal tremolo picking very melodic in those places and the song sounds so much better and i worked wow. a long time i worked a lot on the solos trying to nail something down and just nothing sounded right and it was just you know i guess the universe telling me that this song doesn't need a guitar solo the song is it's something completely different so just let it be what it is you know yeah the amount of man hours it takes to create a production right <laughs> You know, it's like it's like that picture of the uh, iceberg and everything underneath the water, right? Oh, it's like I love all that. the I love work that. Yeah. that goes into making that one little tip of the iceberg. <laughs> People don't know, man. It goes deep. It goes really, really, really deep. People, they don't know, and and I'm glad we're having this conversation because I, I have looked. I've been guilty also of looking at other people's lives that were successful uh, and just seeing that peak. And, and sometimes you think, and I don't think this way anymore, but I, I did, you know, many years ago. It's like, well, man, if I could just have what they have, or how, how do I get there? Well, that was their journey. It's not my journey, you know? Yeah. And I didn't see everything underneath. And, I, and as it wasn't really until I started doing my own thing, and especially when I, when I left corporate America almost four years ago now, uh, to do this, you know, to yeah. be a full-time, whatever you call me, musician, uh, entrepreneur, whatever fancy word goes with that. Uh, then I really started to see is like, okay, it's a lot. It takes a lot to build this, this peak of the mountain that people see, but there's a huge mountain underneath that no one ever sees. Stuff that you go through day to day, the risk that you take for yep. launching your own thing, right? There's a lot of risk involved and there's a lot of work. There's a lot of grunt. There's a lot of you're deep in the trenches when nobody knows who you are. And it's not right. like we're super well known. I mean, you know, I've got a decent sized YouTube channel, right? But it's not like uh, I mentioned Ola England before. I'm nowhere near the subscriber count, someone like him or like Rick Beato, especially, right? And that's okay. You know, like Metal Mastermind, we, you know, I think we've got 12,000 or 11,000, almost 12,000 subs on our channel. Um, you know, we, but again, it goes back to the quality of the content. What is. What is the quality level that we're delivering to you guys? And that's what's the most important to us. And we'll grow from there. You know what I mean? So, but to our whole point with this conversation, 
is we can't really grow that if we're trying to do everything else. Right. It goes back to saying no to many things and saying yes, just zeroing down that focus to, you know, the one or two things you're working on. Uh, quick tip I'll give you is I used to make a checklist of stuff to do for every day. I got a notepad and I'd write stuff down. I've got all these spreadsheets and we'll probably do that this year too, right? But I've lately, well, I haven't, to be honest, I haven't been using my notebook lately. I'm starting to use it more. I'm just going to write down the one or two things I need to do that day. It's truly going to move the needle forward. It may not mean that I finished that whole project, but it's, you know, if it's a YouTube video, okay, I'll knock that out. If it's something I need to work on for the greater big picture that may not be done for six months, at least I've got it on the, on my, you know, my notepad there is the one or maybe two important things I had to work on that day. And I don't write out anything else. I used to fill the page up. I'm like, oh, I got to do all this stuff and I'll do what I can and get the rest tomorrow. It just led to me overthinking, over obsessing, and, and, and a lot of indecision too. How many times <laughs> have you sat in your chair for like 30 minutes? You're like, I know I got to work on this stuff, but I just can't decide what I need to do first. I, I catch myself even today doing that and I have to smack myself and like, Dude, <laughs> what's the one thing that, what's most important, you know? Yes. You know, I find uh, it's easier for me to think about the biggest picture, the big picture of what it is that I'm after right now. Right. And for example, like it's just finishing this album. So what am I doing? I'm just devoting all my time to just finishing this thing and making my deadline, you know, end of the year. Right. Today's like the last working day of the year, technically. Right. For business. So we're going to be like right after this podcast, like I'm, I'm going to work. I'm going to town on this album just to finish it out. I'm so close. I think I got one more song and then I do a quick balance on mastering and it's done. That's it. It's done. (laughs) In Atmos. And I can't believe it that we're at that point already, but you know, what am I going to do next month? Okay. It's, you know, prepping music video, you know, whatnot. I got my wedding in July. That's, that's a big milestone in my life. I want that to happen. Right. So, but I can't, I can't put everything down in like, you know, step by step on a piece of paper like that, because for me, I feel like I'll get overwhelmed or I'll negate uh, my the, the reason for doing certain things. So sure. I like to look at it as, OK, wh- what's my rough deadline for this? And whether it's like at the end of the month or something like that. And I find it to work for me that that's how I look at things. And I just pull all my focus into the one, just one thing. You know, that, okay, one big project that I got to do, and that's what I'm doing. How I decide to delegate that within the days might differ day to day because of life. You have to be adaptable. I like that. You write down the one, you know, you might write down the one big thing, and it may may not be the details. Uh, And I I don't go through, because I I found that writing out the details to everything, when sometimes you just got to wake up and do what you know you need to do. Sometimes, so writing stuff out and, and making the checklist and all that, a lot of times you're really just you're procrastinating in actually doing the thing that you need to do. Well, I got to write this out first. And Ken, this is why this is why I'm I'm kind of getting away from like daily rituals. I go to the gym five six days a week in the morning. I like to do that. I'll do that for the rest of my life. But I don't need to. Well, I've got to go to the gym. And when I get home, I need to read and write stuff down. I need to meditate. I need to do this. I need to do that. And then I can start work. 
that's the same thing, man. You can fill up your day with all this stuff. To do. It's like fluff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't do it. I, uh, ideally I'd get up and just start working right away. And I, I've, I've tried that before, but if I don't hit the gym first, um, it does kind of like, it, it's just better for me. I know I need to train because it's just what it's part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to do that. So it's just best. I get better workouts first thing in the morning when I wake up, I don't have to think about anything. I, I do a little, you know, thanks to the man upstairs for being alive another day and help me be effective that day and, and, you know, and have an impact on someone. And, and I go to the gym, dude, I train, I, I, I just out of the gate, I go, you know, so I don't want to fill my day up though, with a bunch of stuff that I have to do to the point to where a, I don't ever start working on my, the, the big picture right away as soon as I need to. And B, if you fill up your day with all these things that you have to do before you start the thing that you really need to do, you prolong it. And then if you don't do those things, you feel like you can't do the thing you need to do. You become dependent on the routine, so to speak, right? So sometimes you just got to get up and start working, man. You know, you, you, you know what you need to do. Maybe you don't write anything down that day. You know, you know what you need to do and just go at it, you know? Yeah, I I also, I mean, and I don't want to knock anybody who does feel like writing things down is not the way sure. to do it. You know, I think it depends on who you are as a person and what your approach to everyday things looks like for you. You know, I, I don't like writing things down like that. For me, you know, I focus on what I try to, I try to remind myself what it is that I'm really passionate about. That's, that's, that's the key to me. It's just like, okay, what do I absolutely want to do in life? Okay. It's that. Okay. It's, it's, it's Homeric. It's metal mastermind. Okay. I need to make sure that I always do something for that. And you know, what's great is because I'm already passionate about that. It's not very hard to go ahead and try and make that happen. What's hard is what are the other things that are happening around today? Like, oh, I got to run this errand or I got to do that, right? It's (laughs) everything else in life that I got to juggle. So I say, okay, what do I need to do? Okay, it's this. I need to mix this today for for my album where I need to master this thing today for my album. Okay, what else is going to interfere with that today? Okay, how can I be more efficient with all those other things during the day so that I can make sure that I make time for this for either tonight or throughout the day, right? That's what it becomes like to me because, you know, like you can plan all of this you want. You can plan day by day how you're going to do this. But you know what? One day, you know, a family member goes to the hospital. Oh, now you got to do that, you know, or you got to, you got to, you know, car broke down, shit. You know, you got to go and get that fixed, right? So all of these things are just going to happen and you can't really... Uh, blame yourself for not getting certain things done because of those. So that's why I don't try to put that much kind of pressure on a day-to-day basis because at the end of the day, you know, life is going to be life and you're going to have to deal with it. So what are you passionate about? Always keep that in the forefront on your day-to-day, even if it means like you have to switch up your schedule at work or whatever, right? You know, I was working in the evenings for the longest of time at my job. And now I'm working in the mornings, uh, not because I love mornings, <laughs> because I, I hate waking up early, but I do it because it fits better with everything else that I have to do in order to make my passion come to life. Sure. sure. So 
Uh, and during the times where I was working in evenings, it was working the other way around too. It was fine. I was, but it was at a different phase of where I was at. So now I'm doing this thing where, you know, if I, if I'm doing things at work late in the evening, I can't do editing, editing sessions during the day with uh, my videographer because he works from 1 PM to eight or whatever. So that's going to interfere with my job. So I can't do that. So I have to work around that, right? You don't tell other people to work around you. You got to work around it to make your thing come to life. You're the thing that's going to make it come to life, right? So what are you going to do about it to make it come to life? So you might have to make some changes and you have to be open to that. And you can't be too attached to certain things in order to make that happen. So, you know, even if that means, yeah, even if that means like letting go of certain gear because, you know, you're trying to hang on to stuff and it's like, does it really serve you? Maybe you can sell it and maybe earn, you know, a little bit of money to put towards the thing that actually matters, right? Or you just need more real estate. Maybe cluttering, uh, less clutter in your area makes you feel more at peace, right? Whatever it is that, that will help you, you know, yeah, those are considerations as well. And the one thing I'll, I'll talk about real quick, uh, we talked about writing down versus not writing down. Again, I, I got out of the habit of making huge checklists. I feel like for me, at least, it's important to write stuff down if you find yourself trying to decide what you need to do first that day. Sometimes you might have multiple things um, and mm-hmm. you, may have, you, know, you may have less time that day. That's when I feel like, okay, well, write down what is the most important thing and just you know write the three or four things you want to do and, and pick what's most important and go for it. But then there are other times, let's say you're working on your album, right? Well, you know that day you've got to work on your album. You know exactly what you need to do. I don't really see the point in taking time to write something down if you already know exactly what you're going to be doing. It's carried over from the next day, so you just continue. And I, I guess the point is don't allow yourself to have to do something in order to do something, right? Don't allow that to happen. Don't say, well, I, I have to do this first, write this down or, or do yoga or whatever the case is before I can do the important thing that I know I need to do, right? Just just use these things as tools as you need them, right? But don't don't allow yourself to be mastered and controlled by them. Hopefully right. that makes sense. Totally, totally. Yeah, uh, that's the important part about having a little bit of flexibility, you know, allowing for the elasticity of life to not be something that if you have, because if you're too structured, it's like a building that hasn't been built to have earthquakes, you know, (laughs) taken care of, right? Because, you know, like in California, they do that, right? They have buildings that can take earthquakes, you know, but you go anywhere else that never has an earthquake, you know, they're not going to know how that works. So if, it, if ever in the time of life, an earthquake ever happened, that building would go crumbling down, you know? So you got to be prepared for these things in ways where you have a little bit of flexibility and not to say, oh, well, like, then if I can't do this this way today, my entire day is ruined. You can't do that. You have to, you have to say, okay, this is just what happens. And you know what? I'll work around it. But uh, I'll make some progress if and what today, you know, and when it comes to like music and stuff like that, um, I find like stepping away from the station is really helpful. Don't get studio head, you know, don't stay mm, yeah. too, too long mixing and then not, not actually listening to it outside of the studio, you know, take a break, you know, go walk and, 
or, you know, like take it on your way to work and listen to the song that you just mixed and then make some notes so that when you come back, like that's what you got to do, you know, something with purpose. Don't just make, you know, a schedule just to make a schedule just because you think this is what you got, you know, like do something that actually works for you. Um, and that's where I'll leave it there. No, that's good stuff, dude. So, uh, guys, I hope this little session here helped you guys today. Uh, we are at the point where we need to give out our metal song of the week. Before we do that, though, guys, head over to metalmastermind.com. Do check out our courses. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Metal Mastermind on YouTube. Uh, we've been cranking out some more videos. We just put a uh, riff idea piece out there. Also, we have Nick Z's uh, Mixing Metal eq hacks series and we've got some great stuff coming your way so subscribe to our youtube channel check out metalmastermind.com uh ken i'll start out with my song of the week it is a song by the band deceased and they're actually a tampa metal band i didn't know this until just now i live in the tampa bay area um the song is called the cat and it's on it's the first track on their uh as the weird travel on and that was released in 2005 Really good old school death metal style death metal. Pretty nice. cool stuff, man. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose a band that uh, I, I've loved for quite a long time, and actually, it reminded me. Uh, I was reminded of them when I listened to one of the more modern bands uh, in Ferry. That was uh, when I realized. I said, "Oh, you know, the vocalist from In Ferry, he kind of sounds like Black Dahlia Murders." Uh, and I went back and listened to some of that stuff. And uh, one of my favorite tracks is uh, Nocturne. Uh, is uh, What a Horrible Night to Have a Curse. What a oh. great track. It's such a great track. And I love the title because the title comes title. from, the title actually comes from Castlevania back Ooh. in the day, uh, the video game. So it was, uh, it was a, a piece of text that would come up when it turned nighttime and it says, oh, what a horrible night to have a curse. And you would, I think you would transform uh, your character into a beast. It's very, very cool. <laughs> That's so, that was a cool game. I mean, I played video games back in the day too. That was a, that was a very cool game. Cool oh yeah. Concept, man. Well guys, thank you so much for listening again. This is episode number 50. So uh, make sure you're following us on all, whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, it's an honor to be here with you guys. As always, until the next episode, create your own sound.